All right, welcome to the Joe Danier podcast. I want to go over a monthly routine, not at the beginning of every month, but at least once per month. I go to the seven categories of my life, and I basically take an accounting for where I'm at. So I audit where I'm at. Sometimes I'm healthy in that department. Sometimes there's some illness in that department, and I set some monthly goals of where I want to be. And I'm I get to kind of look at it from a third party's perspective. The job, my job is not to make excuses or defend where I'm at. It's just to take a objective accounting of where I am. And so I'm going to share a couple of those with you because when I do this, it's always like, okay, well, I bet you, you know, it's not typical to take the time to judge yourself. Uh, Cause honestly, if you're not doing well, this is probably something that will make you feel bad. Uh, but if you can make small incremental attrition, like, you know, improvements in these departments, I think you're well, way better off than if you just ignored them and let them happen naturally. So I'll give you the, first, the seven categories that I go and I have these written on a sheet of paper and I make a physical visual list of them. So the first one is my financial health. Second is my physical health. Third is my relational or social health. Fourth is my nutritional health. Fifth is my spiritual health. Sixth is my professional health. And seventh is my mental health. And every month there's always going to be a category that's going really well for me. And then there's going to be one category that really needs some attention. So it's, it's easy to go down the list and say, okay, where I'm at and, and rate these. And the, the one would be I'm in the best position and seven would be it's probably the one I need to pay attention to. Now, some months, I don't really want to deal with the worst offender. Like, my brain is going to gravitate towards one that I can make a lot of progress in. So I don't, it's not an absolute thing that I just pursue the worst offender, but at least it puts it on the landscape, and I know that it's going to be something I want to tackle within that month. So I'll give you a for, for example. So you got to take some abstract, you know, ideas and make them a little bit more concrete. So you got to, you know, look at the little components. So for instance, if I was looking into my financial health, I can do sort of like a from a 10,000 feet away and say, have you been struggling in the financial department? Is there symptoms? Are, are you feeling ill in finances? And then I can go and get more granular in a, a micro view of it where, you know, where are my assets? Where's my cash? Where's my investments? versus my debts and my liabilities. And when I put the numbers down on paper, I might actually realize that I'm in better or worse shape than I thought I was when I'm looking at the micro. But I look at them in two distinct uh, perspectives because the macro gives me different information than the micro does. So let's just say that I'm debt heavy and I have less in investments than I want or less cash than I want, then I can decide, hey, let's spend the next month and just try to make a a dent or dent in the bad and an improve, you know, a little bit of a, an improvement in the, in the good. And I'm telling you, these aren't like Hail Marys. These are five yard runs up the middle where I'm everything that I do within that month is an achievable, you know, an achievable goal. I'm not setting something outside where I'm hoping for some kind of miracle. Um, I'm making a steady improvement in these departments on a regular basis. Uh, now my physical health, you know, running up, a, I noticed I ran up a flight of stairs and I was out of breath, you know, 
have I been running? Um, you know, is there any pains or aches or have I suffered any kind of symptoms? And then I'll go in there granularly and look and say, okay, well, if I compared you to a, an athlete, where do you stand? And on the, you know, the micro level, I, I can go in and say, okay, well, I did a hundred things in a day and 50 of them provide health benefits and 50, uh, 50% of them are taking away health benefits. And I can choose to eliminate some of the bad and add to some of the good. And so you can see how this, this theme kind of goes, uh, you know, this theme kind of follows all of the different, those different avenues. Now, here's uh, one of the funnest parts of this is that when you uncover that you are ahead, you have a surplus in a certain department. It is important that you spend this surplus and invest that forward versus squandering and letting a surplus dwindle because, you know, just by not paying attention to it. So this would mean like if I was really, you know, cash heavy and which means that I can afford to put cash in a different department that maybe, you know, buy into a contract that saves me over the course of a year. So if I'm paying a monthly fee at 20 bucks a month and I have a chance to buy something for $100 for the year, I can take my cash-heavy position and buy myself out of a little liability. So I'm spending some of my, um, you know, and this, this is easy because we're talking about finances, but what about health? Well, I'm feeling really good right now, right? And so that I can take the extra time and, and extra energy and extra focus, and I can buy into a routine that saves some of my liability, right? So I can invest in something that lowers my downside spending some of my surplus and so that's that's the theory and it, you know so it's two parts it's the uh the goal of doing this often enough that i can uncover and you know change my my aim as the months go on so i don't get you know through an entire fiscal year finding that i missed a ton of opportunities you know like one of the worst experiences or like when you when you do take a lot of pride in your physical health and then you put off like running because the weather was nice or that you felt good and you could have done it and then you start feeling really crappy or you get a cold or you you come down with the flu or the weather gets terrible and now you can't run even if you did it that you wanted to so the feeling of regret that you squandered an opportunity to take advantage of opportunities that were there and now you'd really like to do it but you can't because of some other reason and that's that you know that dichotomy that human beings go through where if your timing's off and you're not calibrating and you're not looking at this data, you'll always find yourself in, in that position where what you want to do, you can't do. You're, you're on the opposite sequence. You know, when I started investing in the stock market, um, I was always uh, buying at the wrong times and selling at the wrong times. And that was because the, you know, I was, I was basing it on emotions and can I sit on the sidelines for five, with $5,000 and not do something waiting for proper timing? Or am I going to say, oh, there's nothing, I'm bored and I, I can't, I'm impatient and I'm not going to, I want to do something about that 5000 So I buy at the wrong time. And then when I really should have or could have bought, then that money was used up at improper time. But the, if I'm looking at all seven of these, the chances are that I'm going to be able to make some moves within one of those seven departments at any given time. So there won't be boredom. If, if finances are set and there's no opportunities, I can move on to the next one and maybe improve my relational or social things. And uh, e each of them are 
equal as in I've created enough interesting things within them that, you know, my, my brain can gravitate towards them. Uh, so I don't have to overplay them where if you, you know, let's just say you're, you're super, super psyched about your health and nutrition, but you don't care about your finances or, you know, your mental health or how you uh, participate in a professional environment, then what ends up happening is that when terms are not good and, and it's not a great opportunity for that, then you're sit there bored and, and wasting time. And, you know, not to use too many cliches when I do this, but uh, the, the all of the uh, physical things compare into the amount of time that we have on this planet. And when you take an account for how much time you waste on doing things, it's a good check to keep yourself and say, okay, well, I, I spent three hours watching TV today. Is that really on my deathbed when I'm, when you're interviewing me, are you going to say, man, thank goodness I got to wind down for those three hours? Or would you be like, Hey, that's the one I would want back. I would want those three hours that I wasted doing something that was not productive, didn't help me enjoy life or, or improve my, my situation. Um, that's it. And, and there's a, a book and I do not remember the title, but if you look Google for two seconds, you'll probably find this is that there's a book where an author went to both retirement homes and hospitals and talked to people who were on the on their way out. So these were people that were in hospice that uh, were, were looking at the end of their life, and they said, hey, give me your, your regrets. Give me, give me the things that you wish you could take back. And that is the most um, repeated theme uh, when talking, is that all the things that you thought were important that you invested your time in weren't as important and if you could have those back you would totally do different things and that's good perspective to have because it's not intuitive a lot of those things that we tell ourselves like we want to relax at the end of the day and unwind because that's me time right those are the those are the hours you're going to want back at the at the very end so again finances physical health relational social nutritional spiritual professional and mental uh, take those down and self-audit Go through and, and give yourself grades in those departments. And if you get any C's, D's, or F's, decide that you're going to put some time and energy, maybe some finances into uh, clawing back and making some improvements that give you an overall health. Not just make you feel good, but from an objective standpoint, what, what makes you healthier in that department? And it's as simple as removing a couple of bad things and adding a couple of new things. And if you do that every day of your life, all those things will get better and you will feel the health effects. All right. Thanks for listening. This is the Joe Daniel podcast.